I'd like to welcome you all to today's service. Today, God is going to be talking to us about a word that is also dear to my heart, and I hope it's also going to be dear to you, where we are talking about we rise with God. So with God, we rise. God cares so much about you, child of God. God cares about all of us to a point whereby whenever it is an opportunity to make us rise, he makes us rise. And today we are going to learn about the responsibilities that lie on us to rise and the responsibilities that we must continually follow. And also it's important to note that as much as there are responsibilities on us, the God who cares for us, the God who loves us so much, the God who looks out for every day of our lives, the God who covers us also has a position that he takes to continually make us rise. Whether we fall, he makes us rise. Whether we are just walking normally, he makes us rise. So I just want you to know one thing today, to have a God who cares so much for you that he makes you rise. So we will read our first Inca scripture from Acts 3, verse 1 to 8. Now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour, and a certain man lame from his mother's womb. I want you to notice this because we are going to be talking about it very deeply. Where it says he was lame from his mother's womb, and he was carried daily and was laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask for alms from those who entered the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked for alms, and fixing his eyes on him with John, Peter said, look at us. So he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Then Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet, ankle, and ankle bones received strength. So he leaped up, stood, and walked, and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. Now, child of God, the first thing that we, I want us to look at is that the Bible mentioned that he was crippled from birth. Now, from this scripture, we learn a lot of fundamental things. A lot of the situations that we go through in life are similar to what was happening in just this scripture. So when we are going through the scripture, there are things that are fundamental that we need to look at. First of all, it says here, he was crippled from birth. Some of the things that people have accepted about themselves, it is because they think that it is part of their path, it is part of their inheritance. You say, I am like this because it is part of my inheritance. Even my sister was like this, even my mother was like this, even my aunt, my grandmother, my grandfather, my father was like this. We accept them because we think they are because of what we were born with. But I'm here to tell you, child of God, that there is no situation that is permanent where God is concerned. There is no situation that you can say, I am like this because I was born like this. There is no situation that you can say, I will accept this as who I am because I was born this way. Meaning that there are things that God wants to deal with specifically today 
saying that as Christians we have complacently taken and said I was born in a poverty stricken family in a poverty stricken village so I can only rise this much I was born in a family where there are no marriages so it is fine if I do not marry you can break it child of God I'm saying today as a child of God these are not things that you should accept as having and living with them because we have a powerful God a God that can change situations instantly immediately what happened to that guy by the gate it happened immediately now I want you to note that that is the first point that we look at we look at the fact that though he was crippled from birth that is not how it ended in the word it says he was 40 years old it may have taken 40 years for it to happen but when it happened it made the difference it says here he was at the temple called beautiful and the second thing is that you can be at the gate of the entrance of beautiful things and find yourself there forever but one day will happen that will change your life forever sometimes we sit at the gate of something beautiful because we are not only content but because this situation that you are in you feel that this is who I am this is how I found myself when I realized who I was this is what I found you know child of God there are situations that are not necessarily your permanent station that are not necessarily where you should be but it is because you are content at the gate I like what happened here because it shows us something that it can be any normal day like today any normal day like tomorrow child of God but when you meet God at that particular time things change at this particular time all he was asking for was money so the third thing is that he asked them for money but God had bigger things for him all he was asking for was money because that is what he had been asking for from whenever time it was he was content to ask for but we see child of God that the God who cares the God who knows each and every one of us saw at that particular time that this is the time when the men that I'm going to be sending to go past him will not have money in their pockets it is not a mistake child of God that they did not have money in their pockets it is because there was something bigger that he was about to get even in your case there are things that you might be looking and saying why is this not there because that is what I asked for from God it is not a mistake the man needed money it says in the word he asked for money it looked like he needed money and there was no money but I'm here child of God saying it may look like there was a mistake that the men of God as they were going past they did not have money but it was not a mistake because he was about to get something that was going to change his destiny that was going to change his life forever that was going to change his trajectory in life when we are about to see God do things in your life and about to see changes that are beyond because he was not only going to get money but he was going to have his life changed so that he had means to get money and be able to have his dignity back the miracles that God wants in your life for his glory are about to happen number four what we look at is that Peter said look at us 
when Peter said, look at us, he, he was saying to him, expect something from us. Look at us, expect something from us. You know what? When you have expectations, you open up the gates for things to start flowing in. They wanted him to look at them because when he was looking at the man of God, he was no longer going to be looking at his capabilities to walk, but he was going to be looking at their capability to make him walk. Even here, child of God, you are reminded that your expectation should not look at what you are capable of, but you should look at God. When they said, look at us, I say to you, child of God, look at God at all times. Look at Jesus at all times. Look at the Holy Spirit at all times. Because when you look at them, you are encouraged. When you look at them, you feel that they can do it. When you look at God, you feel that he can do it. He is God. He is a powerful God. So I'm saying, child of God, you must look at God and look at him and know that he is capable. So they look at him. They say, look at us. And when he looked at them, his faith was increased. Now, expectation is very important. I like Psalms 23 verse 1 to 3 because it shows us one very important thing about David. David was a child of God who loved God dearly and his expectation of God shows us in the Psalms that he wrote. When David was writing Psalms, he was writing Psalms that would show that he's expecting much of God. No wonder he was a man that we can say he rose from being a shepherd boy and also being able to just use a sling to kill Goliath. No wonder because his expectation from God was opening up for a lot of things. It says here, Psalm 23 verse 1 to 3. It says, the Lord is my shepherd. This is what David was saying. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along right paths for his namesake. This is a man who is writing about God, showing us a glimpse of his expectation of God. He's expecting a God who will make him lack nothing. He's expecting a God who will make him go on the right paths and direct him on the right paths. He's expecting a God who leads him beside quiet waters. I'm saying, child of God, even you, you must be like that today. Expect a God who will lead you beside quiet waters. Expect a God who will lead you through the right paths to get to where you are. Expect a God who will make you lack nothing. Because when we look with expectation, we are able to rise to the occasion because our faith is at another level. As much as God is for us and doing things for us, we have a responsibility as well. Let us read Ezra 10 verse 4. It says, Arise, for this matter is your responsibility. We also are with you. Be of good courage and do it. You too have a responsibility. Another point to note is that it is for God's glory that you succeed as a child of God. When you succeed and people see that you have succeeded, when you rise and people see that you have risen, it may have been after a fall or it may be just as you are walking and rising every day and doing life and continually climbing or leveling up as we sometimes call it as you rise and level up 
people will look at you and be like, we want his God. Because you know what happened with this man? As he was running around and holding on to Peter and John and walking into the temple, everyone was shocked because they had seen the man at the gate for years crippled and right now he was healed he was walking around it was for God's glory and you know why because a lot of people were saved when they saw him so I'm just saying child of God some of the things that you continue to rise and do and you don't fall back and say this was my situation you're not just doing it for you you're doing it so that people can see that the God that you serve is a powerful God it will be for his glory I'm just saying child of God rise up and do things knowing that when you rise up and do things and take the responsibility he will assist and when he assists we know that they will know it is not your doing and they will want your God and isn't that what we want that people want our God when John and Peter say he must rise they say rise in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The man rose because of the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You are going to rise because of the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You rise because God wants his son elevated because God wants his son to be seen because God wants people to accept his son as their Lord and Savior. That it is not only for you. Yes, God cares for you. Yes, God cares for every small little thing that you worry about. Even today, whether you are worried about your children, whether you are worried about your work, whether you are worried about your parents, God cares about those little things. You know, when you see people, Christians, thriving, you must know that it is by the name of Jesus. It is by the name of Jesus. Because it is what makes us thrive. It is what makes us succeed. It is what protects us. It is what makes us lack nothing, child of God. When I look at scripture and I see how things happen in the Old Testament, I am reminded, child of God, that I always want to remember that we live in a new dispensation. We live after the cross. We live in an era where the God that came to him to help him after 40 years lives in us. So our trajectory, our change is constant and it is every day because it was not like in the olden days where the Holy Spirit had to go and be at a particular time when there was a need for something to happen. That is why when Jesus left, he said, I'm going to be with the Father so that the Father can send the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit comes and indwells us as children of God. It takes me to what we say when we say, how does God help us to rise? The first point says he chose to come to be where you are. God chose to come to be where you are. He did by sending his son to come and die for us. And his son going back to heaven and sending the Holy Spirit to be with us. So that all who are children of God have the Holy Spirit. And when you have the Holy Spirit, anywhere you go, his power is with you. We are the ones who are having God's power in us. It says here in Ephesians 3 verse 17, so that Christ may indwell in your hearts through faith, then you being rooted and grounded in love. So this scripture reminds us, child of God, that 
every day we walk, Jesus lives in us. As we walk, Jesus indwells us. As I sit today, as I walk today, Jesus indwells me. As you sit and listen today, he indwells you. And so he will continue to make you rise. He will see you when you are sitting outside the gate of beautiful and want to walk in and he will make you go in. He will see what are the things that you need and he will make you go in because he indwells you. He lives in you. He walks with you. When you wake up, he is there with you. Number two, how does God do this? He knows because he's with you, your real need. He knows your real need because he indwells you. He's with you daily. He walks with you daily. He knows your needs. And not only that, he knows the best way to fulfill your need. He knew the best way to fulfill this man's need. It was not to give him money, but it was to heal his feet, to make him walk. Number three, we say he changes your life for all to see. You know, this is what I like the most because in the word it says he lays our table for even our enemies to see there's psalms 23 verse 5 it says you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies you anoint my head with oil my cup runneth over so the god that we serve child of god he is there for you he is making sure that your cup overflows number four he gives courage like no other the God that we save gives courage like no other. God, every day, he makes sure that we are encouraged by the little things that he shows us. He is increasing your expectation. He is increasing your faith. The God that you save cares. Lastly, God cares about everything, large or small, in our lives. He helps us all the time. In Isaiah 41 verse 13, it says, For I, your God, I hold your right hand all the time. It is I who say, fear not. In Isaiah 49 verse 15, it says, Can a woman forget her nursing child or lack compassion for her son, for the son of her womb? Even if she could forget, I will not forget you. Even if a woman can forget her child. So what God is saying is that he cares so much about us. He cares so much that he will not forget you. He will not forget you. He will continually make you rise above any sickness because rising is not only rising just to walk. You can rise above any sickness. You can rise above any poverty. You can rise above any lack. You can rise above any insecurities. You can rise above anxiety because we serve a God that wants us to continually do well. I just want to pray with those and say, God, I ask my Father that those that feel that they need to rise again today. Let's give them the strength, the courage, God, because they want to rise again today in the name of Jesus. Amen. If you're one of those that want to receive the Lord Jesus Christ, I want you to say this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I'd like to be a child of God. I want to be saved. I want to have the Lord Jesus in me. Forgive my sins. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, family. It was good having you.